नमस्ते वेलकम टू द हिंदू पेरेंटिंग पॉडकास्ट टूडेज टॉपिक इज ऑफ पर्टिक्युलर इंटरेस्ट टू यंग पेरेंट्स एंड चिल्ड्रन वी आर गोइंग टू बी टॉकिंग ऑफ बर्थडेज टूडे वी सेलिब्रेट बर्थडेज दैट साउंड लाइक ट्वेंटी फर्स्ट डिसम्बर और थर्ड मार्च बट एज फॉलोअर्स ऑफ सनातन धर्मा वी सेलिब्रेट आर गॉड्स एंड फेस्टिवल्स ऑन डेज दैट साउंड लाइक कृष्णाष्टमी रामनवमी बुद्ध पूर्णिमा और महावीर जयंती so how do we reconcile these ways of arriving at birthdays and festivals was there a time when we used to calculate and refer to our birthdays differently the question for us do we know our indic birthdays can we find our child's janmatithi to help us understand the difference and tell us some interesting anecdotes along the way shalini and i will be talking to suraj ji founder of janmatithi.in और इंडिक नमस्ते एंड वेलकम सूरज जी नमस्ते रेखा जी नमस्ते शालिनी जी थैंक यू फॉर हैविंग मी हियर एंड थैंक्स फॉर होस्टिंग सच अ वंडरफुल प्लेटफॉर्म फॉर एस्पेशली फॉर पेरेंट्स हु आर लुकिंग फॉर अ कल्चरल कनेक्ट फॉर देयर किड्स इट्स अ प्लेजर टू हैव यू लेट्स स्टार्ट विद व्हाई शुड वी बॉदर नोइंग आवर इंडिक बर्थडेस व्हाट इज इन इट फॉर अस एंड आवर चिल्ड्रन indeed so today if you go and ask any kid you know when is the birthday of jesus christ he knows it immediately he'll say it is december 25th you know from the top of his head but ask the same kid what is the birthday of uh, shri rama or shri krishna do you know when they were born they would not be sure about it they will start scratching their head and wondering they would not have an answer like uh, Shri Rama was born on Chaitra Navami, and Krishna was born on Shravana Ashtami. These things uh, are a really question mark for us. Why do kids don't know this? One of the reasons is because we have lost our connect with the Indic calendar, and Indic calendar connects us with our culture. If you look back, even the ancient Indians they excelled in astronomy. They devised a astronomical calendar which is based on science. and has undergone minimal change since millennia if you look at english calendar though it is rather arbitrary you know it was not even standardized till 17th century only after 17th century they borrowed some techniques from india and synchronized their calendar so what was the need for our ancestors to devise such a advanced calendar at such early age it was uh, primarily for navigation those days indians navigated across the world and the complex calculations and accurate calculations were needed for this in fact there is a story that goes that uh, you know vasco da gama discovered india as per our books but the story goes that he couldn't have reached india but for the help he received from an indian called kanha vasco da gama when he came he actually came only through the shores he did not venture into deep sea he came to africa and then from there on an indian called kanha actually navigated him along with his boats to india so vasco da gama documents this he says that he could see boats which are much larger than his boats and also he incidentally says that the person there who was navigating us was navigating us through his teeth so this was very weird what? you know <laughs> yeah so the the story is very interesting so the teeth actually represents uh, it's represented by a word called cow so cow is what kanha was referring to and his reference was the pole star this local dialect 
he was using a device and he was measuring the altitude of the pole star from the horizon using a wooden board and the thread was held by his teeth so when vasco da gama saw this he also heard the word cow and he had a memory of cow being used for teeth the word cow being used for teeth as well so he presumed there is some relation between teeth and navigation <laughs> but you know oh, kana was actually <laughs> Yeah. Well, he was kind of was going very advanced. He was looking at the pole star and he was measuring. So this kind of highlights the difference of understanding of the Indian uh, perspective of astronomy and navigation as compared to that of a Western mind. You know, the navigation and uh, understanding of navigation and astronomy was defined by the calendar, the calculations of the calendar. That's why calendar is very important for for us uh, in that context and. Uh, if you go back from the english perspective as i said they had like no calendar well defined calendar before the 7th century 17th century they had a lot of errors well indians had this continuous calendar since millennia and that's why going back into history we can look at these lessons hmm so uh, when was this calendar standardized and uh, why and what was there before before this calendar was standardized so if you really go back to ancient times in the european continent uh, they had a very harsh winter so they actually did not count the days during the winter they did not care about what happened outside they were indoors only the first 10 months were important for them after that they really did not calculate time really <laughs> so a, yeah yeah so timekeeping took a break for 2 months is that possible that's right and it was causing a lot of issues for them they could not uh, predict festivals correctly they had trouble getting the winter solstice date correct and they had nobody to tell them <laughs> so uh, then in those days uh, a lot of information came in from the indian subcontinent especially through the arabs so that's how they evolved their calendar over time while india was already having all this knowledge they were working of advanced uh, trigonometrics right uh, this was the situation in the west was much different now the calendars were then driven by the emperors and the church so like mm-hmm. julius caesar was dominating the julian calendar and augustus uh, also came in so augustus kind of said okay august month should be mine that's how july and august has you know 31 days it is not because they are named after emperors while february is uh, deprived of two days 28 days because that oh. was, there was nobody to <laughs> So, so it, it was, so it was the whim and fancy of some emperors that uh, they decided to name months after them and use it Correct. you know in any which way they wanted 31 days for each of them and uh, uh, you know depriving poor february of two days Correct correct once in four years he he, <laughs> he turns his head up a bit but that okay. was a much later pro and then came in pope gregory so pope gregory was the one who defined the gregorian calendar in the 17th century this kind that of that is what unscientific... we use these mm-hmm. day, uh, today right that this is what we that's use right. today okay that's right that came into practice uh, in the West, in the western continent and around the 17th century 15th to 17th century so those days if you announce the calendar it doesn't happen immediately it takes years and centuries to implement it across for the uh, knowledge to have spread so mm-hmm. yeah that was when the gregorian calendar came in and uh, also a point to highlight here is that in indian calendar we have the concept of tithis and the tithis are like there are 30 tithis in a month so and the, the tithis are like days 
and it's always okay. 30 so it is consistent okay. across uh, months it is not like some emperor told i want something which is better <laughs> and it doesn't change it is much more secular in that sense while this is more uh, religious right uh, even uh, since is given by the church pope gregory announcing something and uh, also the so second what, point is uh, when we mm-hmm. what adjustments did pope gregory make exactly what did he do so in uh, initially there were uh, let me go back one step back as well if you see i told about the 10 months right so the 10th month right. was supposed to be december that's why uh-huh. the year ends at december and there is nava november is 9 nava and december oh. is dasha 10 so oh. that's uh, that's where they ended the year but much <laughs> okay. later on <laughs> okay. when they did much more corrections and around the 15th 16th century gregory uh, pope gregory uh, and with the i mean it was basically some scientists and people who came together and then pope gregory announced that we should skip 10 days for the correct date to come in so around 5th october to 15th october uh, so 5th october being one day the next day was 15th october they skipped 10 days in between and What? this was uh, in really yeah. <laughs> Really? Correct. This is, yes. so <laughs> this is so random and ridiculous and arbitrary. They just skip ten days. You know, those ten days came and went, came and went, but they never got recorded. The date changed from yes. what October, October fifth to fifteenth. Is it? 15th. What was it? That's right. That's right. Fifth oh, to fifteenth around that time. <laughs> so after fifth, the next date was fifteenth. That's right. Wow. So they didn't yeah. have a uh, October sixth. or seventh anything like that okay you know what i okay. find very interesting here uh, so we have the quote unquote secular calendar that follows the planetary positions the sun and the moon you know the heavenly bodies and everything uh, but what we are following thinking that it is secular is actually the christian religious calendar is that correct that's absolutely correct yes so we base uh, in fact the start of the calendar itself as ad bc that was based on the birth of jesus and every year starts around jesus birthday so your our birthdays uh, english birthdays today are religious birthdays as it's based on jesus christ <laughs> and his birthday but today i think they have changed that no now it's called the common era but yes you're right uh, we while yeah. we were uh, growing up we called it ad and bc which was yes. uh, you know after christ and before so yeah absolutely uh, <laughs> but it's taken uh, this change probably happened in the la- uh, latter half of the 20th century perhaps right this movement from yes. ad to c common era yeah they have tried to correct a lot of things uh, but uh, there i can come to that uh, at some point where I, many concepts of india were very very advanced and now the west is trying to catch up on that <laughs> so they are okay. copying us still but okay. not given the due credit <laughs> okay great so we will uh, we will uh, discover those by and by you know <laughs> yeah sure sure so, yes i'll elaborate maybe maybe not in this podcast but maybe in a future one uh, because you know what we are diving into is a very vast subject uh, i don't think it True. will end with one podcast anyway so now that we know how scientific and culturally important it is knowing our uh, indic birthdays how can we find our indic birthdays you have your uh, website right maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, how to navigate your website and how to find 
our Janmatithi using your website? Sure. So my web, the website name is indicbirthday.com or indicbirthday.in. The other domain also, which points to the same website is janmatithi.com, janmatithi.in. You can go to any right. of these and right. it will bring you to the same website. So on sure. the main page, you will it will be allowed for you to enter your English birth date, that is your current whatever birth date with the year uh, of your birth. And then okay. you need to put in the time of your birth. Then okay. you can, if you are born in India, the default time zone is the Indian time zone. You can choose a different time zone if you are born okay. somewhere else. But remember, it's the place of your time zone of your birth, not the time huh. zone of your current time zone. So if you're born right. in India, it should be, and currently in US, you have to put the time zone as India. India, and right, right. Yes, because it refers to the birth, time and year. Mm-hmm. Now, and suppose one doesn't get, know the exact time of birth, uh, how important is that? It is okay to have an error of about a couple of hours. Uh, the reason being, uh, we are calculating Janmatithi with Titi has a range of around 24 hours, 20 to 24 hours. So it is sure. okay to have that error. Sure. So okay. once you have put this in three inputs, you just uh, say get Janmatithi and you will it will throw you the detailed timings of uh, your birthday for the current year so it will tell you when to celebrate it in the current year based on the english date reference and it will also tell you the indian calendar indic month and indic tithi indic day that is and the paksha so these details will also come up so it can then be saved and it will go into database in your uh, login you can log in and then save that uh, birthday and you can share it to your family they click on the link and it will reopen for them so it is quite elaborate you have done a lot of features there to be able to save and share the indic birthdays i see so uh, how long have you been working on this uh, website it has been a few years now it's been four or five years and i have a regular job so we have, we have been evolving it over time and with the help of some freelancers and Amazingly, I've got a lot of help from very cooperative freelancers, friends, uh, my family. And also there was this help I got from a German collaborator. Uh, He was working in a university in Germany. Uh, In fact, he was also connected with Maharshi Mahesh Yogi at some point. Uh, That's why he was was knowledgeable as well. And he gave me a lot of knowledge on the Swiss ephemeral data library, the software library, which gives the planetary positions uh, used for calculating the Janmatithi and uh, Nakshatra, Rashi, all those things. Okay. So you have put in a lot of effort into building this website. So I think uh, uh, we should uh, encourage our listeners to definitely visit this website, janmatithi.in or janmatithi.com or the same thing uh, as indicbirthday.in or indicbirthday.com. So I think... uh, we should, you know, uh, support really hardworking people like this who are putting in time and effort apart from a steady job otherwise uh, to make things like this. Wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Surajji. I would like to also add that, you know, this tradition is, uh, it, it is, I, I'm sure this is meant to happen. That's why I'm just the means it's happening. It, it is a very living uh, tradition of Janmatiti in many cultures. In, if you go to Gujarat, they celebrate, uh, they call it Tithi Anusar birthday. 
or if you go to kashmir uh, it is called koshur birthdays they have a name for this they call it koshur birthday in gujarati okay. and up traditions in iskon they have this tradition very actively followed art of living has uh, their ayush homas ramakrishna mission celebrates vivekanandji's and a list of saints birthdays on janmaditi so it is a very okay. living tradition even today and just that we did not have this information out there so i was really searching for it and decided to develop it myself That's very wonderful. nice to hear this yeah really okay so how did you first develop an interest in this uh, concept of indic birthdays yeah that's a very interesting story for me it is a very personal story as well uh, my father uh, his name is krishna and he was born on september 2nd you know, that is his birthday and that particular year apparently it was janmashtami when he was born now we didn't know this for a long time but uh, okay. recently just before we started on this uh, exploration of the website we had a few years before that we had this discussion that you know dad will celebrate your birthday it was a special some uh, anniversary and he told that okay but uh, let us do it on Jan- on janmashtami because that is very special for me so i, I we asked why you know why is janmashtami special so then he said that okay i was born on janmashtami and we had this uh, celebration at home when i was a kid that uh, i ended up uh, you know asking him then that oh your name is krishna and you are born on janmashtami that is a very nice coincidence coincidence so he yeah. told okay <laughs> but actually the story is that he since he was born on janmashtami he was named krishna i, I didn't realize it because why myself was so disconnected from this concept of indic dates and months that it didn't strike to me so yeah. then the second question came you know oh you were krishna so my grandmother's name is actually sita and she uh, and since he was born on krishna ashtami he she felt it relevant that we should keep it his name as uh, krishna that was her uh, basis for naming him krishna now subsequently the first part was answered that his name is krishna for that but what is ashtami krishna ashtami mm-hmm. is as it is commonly known so delving into that we figured out oh, ashtami is the name of the tithi on which it is celebrated so ashtami stands for ashta which is eight in sanskrit mm-hmm. so this was uh, also a revelation for me because all the birthdays if you see ramanavmi is based on a tithi name and tithi combination i, okay. I found it very beautiful and i extended the same to my website also so if you actually add your name in the website along with their birthday uh, you it will give you your personalized birthday name in which says uh, for example my uh, name would come up as uh, suraj shashti that kind of thing okay so this was, nice. yeah. yeah that's a yeah. beautiful so that's very nice a beautiful way to attract uh, children to make them feel special i would say yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah yeah so suraj so, you've been talking about tithi tithi so many times and uh, in the english calendar uh, i think the equivalent is a date uh, date versus tithi now can you help us understand the difference between the two sure so when we say a date in an english uh, calendar context it is a civil day so which starts at around midnight mm-hmm. of uh, the green witch meridian time right whichever whatever you have studied uh, now in the indian context uh, we start the day at sunrise that is point 1 and the other thing is uh, when we say tithi what do you mean by tithi Tithi is actually the 12 degree moment of the relative angle between the moon and the sun when you see it from the 
earth okay i hope you understood what i'm saying um maybe you should make it a little simpler for all of us sure a simple way to represent it would be a lunar phase you know when you say there is a full a full moon and then the moon slightly goes on waning and then that's so when it goes waning there is a huh. shift of some amount and that shift is what is measured so that shift okay. is due to the relative position of the moon and the sun okay 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 when we put it into yeah when we put it into degrees it is a 12 degree movement which is called okay. as one tithi so a new oh. moon is a tithi then it is okay. pratipat which is the first tithi dvitiya tritiya chaturthi panchami shashti saptami ashtami navami dashmi and so on till uh, the next event which is the new moon and then the, again the count starts pratipat so on new till moon or full again, moon you started with new yeah. moon so i i think you mean full moon and then again either way works yeah. so but yeah. but an important thing to consider here is that uh, in the month can be started with a new moon and if you start the month with a new moon you will have first the waxing phase which is the shukla paksha so it is becoming brighter that's the, then the full moon comes in and once uh, the full moon is crossed it is the waning phase which is the krishna paksha till the new moon occurs again from the first new moon to the second new moon is one indic month and between this uh, whole cycle from one new moon to other new moon you have two pakshas which is shukla paksha and krishna paksha each paksha is divided into 15 tithis so you have so these tithis is what we are representing by numbers and that is the 12 degree movement uh, does a tithi correspond to a 24 hour day correct a tithi is uh, similar to a day in duration it is about 20 to 24 hours and as i explained it is the 12 degree movement so okay. when you measure it it will come more or less in the duration of a day but not exactly it's okay. a complicated calculation uh, that's why we have the website you can go there and you can check uh, it uh, but i don't want to sure. put too much uh, concepts right now sure 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 uh, interested listeners are free to explore uh, janmatithi.in you know for more information okay so going by uh, whatever you have spoken of before it looks like our calendar is uh, rather complex takes into account the sun the moon and the earth's position with respect to that um, is there a name for this calendar and are there different calendars across the world can you uh, throw some light on this yeah uh, this uh, the indian calendar is called the lunisolar calendar so this not just belongs to india it is the whole indian subcontinent uh, which is uh, based on lunisolar uh, calendar which lunar when we say it is like the moon and the sun combined energy while the west so i am putting it into two cultural aspects here the west uh, and the east so the west has more even culture culturally if you see they have a dominance of the male god there is only one god which is a male god there is no female god there in their cultures right while uh, the eastern cultures have the concept of female divinity as well this is very representative of the culture uh, we have uh, the female energy also considered in all aspects including the okay. calendar so okay. the male is generally represented uh, by the sun so there is the sun which is shiva and uh, the moon which is shakti now even dr sanjay ratna you know, who is a famous astrologer has spoken about this he says 
if you are following the birthday as per only the sun then you're a fool your real birthday what? is when <laughs> so the he says the real birthday is only when the male and the female energies come together otherwise you cannot be born so the oh. on the day of your birth yeah so on the day of your birth the sun and the moon formed the relationship so there is the male and the female shiva and shakti which came together and formed the relationship and you are born now every year when you have the same relationship of the sun and the moon only then you can celebrate your birthday so that is your real birthday that is when you are cosmically aligned and anything you do any uh, pujas you do or any auspicious any you know blessings which come to you are more to connected to you through the cosmos only on your real birthday so your lunar solar birthday so this oh. is very beautifully put by him oh <laughs> so, yeah it makes it makes eminent sense you know uh, you cannot you cannot take birth with just uh, one energy right you need both absolutely so uh, are you absolutely. saying that the western calendar follows only the path of the sun and not the moon at all exactly and uh, it's a, just the solar uh, reference which is considered there and as we discussed there's a lot of discrepancies in terms of how the days are aligned but also this aspect of uh, and also is referring to the way the western cu- culture has adopted a lot of indian concepts right we were talking about now they are talking about fem- you know uh, correcting the mistakes so they are talking a lot about feminism now while india was already a lot feministic in in their outlook uh, we gave yes, even our voting absolutely. rights much before <laughs> before that the west true. gave it right that is true so, and uh, i think after your explanation i think indian parents would really w- want to take a serious relook at how they are celebrating their own as well as their child's birthday you know uh, Yes. you can't be celebrating just one energy you need both so if if your birthday according to the english calendar is taking uh, into account only one energy you are not born you know so uh, i think indian parents after this very enlightening point that you have made i think would really take a look at uh, celebrating janma tithi you know instead of birthday yeah You know, I remember something that I had read before uh, regarding the Somnath Temple in Dwaraka and uh, how it brings together the uh, uh, male and the female energies. Um, Surachi, would you know anything about that? It uh, has something yes, to yes. do with the same Shiva Shakti that you talked about. Correct, correct. So, uh, in fact, uh, Krishna, uh, Bhagavan Krishna was the first, uh, was the a very early feminist and he built this uh, somnath temple at in dwarka so soma when you say soma right it means the moon and uh, it's a shiva temple so it brings together uh, both the energy of the moon and the sun the shiva and shakti both together there and it serves as a reminder for us not to forget this concept in fact uh, only now in the west in the west there is this movement of ecofeminism which is coming up and they are lately adopting co-adopting these things uh, and ecofeminism places a lot of importance on uh, the moon also and they would actually uh, agree with what uh, what we are putting how we are putting the calendar and they would say yes we should 
be more uh, towards the moon, uh, giving also importance to moon equally, since they are very patriarchally uh, patriarchally given, and uh, as well give importance to nature, which is again something which we bring a lot from the from the east. Uh, so eco ecology and feminism comes together, and it's a developing concept there. While we have been having it, so why not we celebrate and cherish that, right? Absolutely, so true, without a doubt. Uh, Surachi, you are a parent, a father yourself. Uh, do you think it's possible to incorporate this way of uh, thinking in the daily life of a young family? What has been your experience trying to incorporate Janmatithi into your, uh, you know, birthdays and daily routine? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Uh, it is very much possible, and uh, we have experienced a lot of uh, evolution. I am a I am a father of uh, two daughters, and uh, my elder daughter was actually born on Varamalakshmi, and it was a Dwadashi. So we make it a point to celebrate both these days. It, we celebrate it on Dwadashi as well as on Varamalakshmi. And apart from this, my uh, uh, after developing and studying the, about this concept, right? My I realized my wife was born on Mahavir Jayanti. So Mahavir Jayanti oh. has also become special, and we started. My wife started reading up about Mahavir, about his teachings, and uh, my mother-in-law was Virilesh was born on Vasant Panchami. Uh, that is another festival which we usually overlooked, but we started celebrating. It's uh, uh, it's become a special day for us as well now. Lovely. Lovely. So, similarly, like even the concept, you know, these names we have been uh, we have given names. My friend called Pragya, she is celebrating her birthday on Pragya Dashmi. She was uh, born on Dashmi, and she never knew about this uh, Indian calendar concept. But she has been celebrating it, looking forward to double celebrations. <laughs> so we we make it a point to meet together and celebrate uh, this has been uh, across uh, my family and my friends and they have been beginning to understand also my wife was not so much aware of the indian calendar now understands when the month changes when the mm-hmm. that's how similarly the seasons the rutus how they are calculated we are all beginning to start to look forward to indian festivals and celebrate our birthdays with that and we are more mm-hmm. aware of uh, uh, being aware of Indic calendar uh, makes you really well connected to nature and the cycles of nature. So uh, that's another important uh, reason to keep in touch with the Indic calendar. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I would like to bring one more point here. This not just the calendar uh, dates. It is also how we celebrate has changed. As you said, now we have more festivals. We are more aware of it. So we started uh, doing uh, on the Indic birthday, we do not uh, blow out the candles. Like we uh, mostly what you see kids today at midnight, they are blowing out candles and they are uh, causing darkness. So an Indic birthday can be celebrated by lighting lamps, you know, or doing an arti for the, for the birthday girl or boy. Uh, we can do even danam, you know, a donation for the underprivileged. So mm-hmm. these aspects also can be brought in into the Indic birthday. And we don't, you know, kind of blow out candles. We celebrate in our own way, which is auspicious yeah. to the Indic culture. Yeah, this this business about uh, midnight celebration. Uh, I think I think I read somewhere about, you know, why this midnight celebration started. But I'm not able to recollect completely. Can you can you? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Do, do you have any idea of that? Uh, 
yeah uh, uh, so the midnight celebration is uh, actually a borrowed concept so if you see the midnight is uh, based on the greenwich meridian right the greenwich meridian which is around near to uk that is about find of hours uh, behind in the indian meridian the original reference of our ancient india was the meridian which goes through ujjain which is the center of india and that is where ah, the mahabali right. temple is so yes, this yes. was actually the original reference of the whole world and uh, the concept was then borrowed and they back calculated okay find of hours before ujjain is uh, in which so it's about uh, you know some sometime before sunrise so many hours before sunrise so when I it's see. midnight at uk or greenwich it is actually sunrise time in india so it's 5:30 6ish in india which makes more wow. sense that's the start of the day of for indic uh, cultures we always say sunrise is the time when the uh, day starts so it's a colonized way of looking at things when you if you see only uh, midnight as the start of the day so actually a person celebrating their birthday in in london is actually celebrating in the indic way yeah right <laughs> true true it is it is sunrise if, in if india we, if we reconsider <laughs> if we reconsider ujjain meridian as our uh, primary meridian uh, then yes. the person celebrating at midnight is actually uh, celebrating according to uh, ujjain meridian and it's the break of day so that's a, that's an indic way of celebration for a londoner but i don't think it's correct for uh, <laughs> indians to do that way right yeah. because we are we also... adopting their uh, style of celebrating correct. during midnight we should do it in the morning so then it's uh, correct as per our time zone <laughs> that is correct yeah yeah this is yes, very interesting uh, i was thinking it would be very helpful if we started thinking about uh, the tithi every day of the week rather than just on birthdays uh, so do you have uh, products like maybe a desk calendar or uh, you know a, a wall calendar that parents can use to keep track of time so that it becomes a habit in the family thanks for bringing this point so one of the problem which we face today is uh, although we are interested in this information most parents may be interested but the kids do not get Uh, this knowledge uh, visible and clearly available to them in a physical way we don't want them to go online all the time right so we actually wanted uh, we are putting together a view of the calendar which is uh, from indic month's perspective and that is also available on our website if you go to the monthly calendar and that would provide a much clearer understanding of the indian months and the indic days this can be put uh, we will come up with our printed calendars and that can be put we also coming up with an app for uh, the same for a website it is under development and there can be many concepts where there can be toys so this the thing is that if we bring it into the physical world and we celebrate on a daily basis then it makes more sense for example recently there was this uh, birthday of uh, a famous uh, emperor krishna devaraya it was on posh krishna dadashi so nobody noticed it because it is marked on the indian calendar but not on the english calendar so we are losing that connect to what's happening but if somebody goes and realizes that oh i was born on sri krishna devaraya's birthday i was also born on the same indic birthday it will create a connect kids you know they will always pay attention when you say it's a birthday ask them is it is a birthday important or is diwali important they'll say my birthday is more important it is more special and if you are born on a you know a historic day then you would want to know more about it 
so i will go, the kid will go and read up about the cultural aspect what is what who was shri krishna devaraya what is his history it completely connects us to ancient times say even from ramayana mahabharata which is getting disconnected and it makes the day it even is. more special and yeah i would also like to see indic birthday cards that uh, maybe children can share you know if you have things like uh, like you just mentioned uh, surat shashti for example and uh, just yeah. imagine how cool it would be if uh, a child receives a special birthday card on that day connecting her to uh, the culture and to the special day uh, so so there's so many possibilities let's hope that this becomes a movement and uh, you know we inspire all the parents to go ahead and celebrate two birthdays uh, we can continue to do the calendar birthday uh, but let's also celebrate the indic birthday and let's remember to make that an extra special birthday for the child so that it stays in his mind for a long time and uh, it connects him to his culture in a very deep way um so another idea i think uh, you know i'd like to have your input on this is um to have a game of quiz with uh, kids to to make a list or to have them make a list of uh, tithis uh, you know so much is in common um, uh, i mean we are we, we commonly know all these things already like uh, we know vinayak chaturthi we know basant panchami we know ratha saptami ramanavami vijayadashmi so any tithi that you can name like uh, you know right from ekadashi to different tithis we have some festival or a birthday of a god associated with it already so this can become an exercise for kids to play some kind of a quiz game or for parents to help children collect this kind of information and uh, make it really uh, interesting for them so that uh, maybe in a few years Uh, we can see a lot of knowledge about these aspects in uh, indian children that's my hope yeah as uh, rekha just said uh, every fest every tithi has a festival associated to it so there is uh, you know vivaha panchami in fact which is the anniversary of uh, rama and uh, sita it is celebrated vivaha oh. panchami also so that anniversary also can be added that is so <laughs> nice skanda shasti <laughs> true So Skanda Shasti yeah. uh, is the birthday of Skanda uh, Lord Skanda Ganesh Chaturthi is four. So you can have this quiz uh, till Dashmi, Ekadashi, Trayodashi, Naraka Chaturdashi is Deepavali. It is all yes. there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Surachi, we have a question from a listener, Shreya. She is asking us: Is Sankranti celebrated according to Hindu calendar? If it is, then why does it fall on the same dates in the English calendar? like the 14th or 15th of january every year yeah so uh, the concept of sans- sankranti is based on the solar cycle so we have 12 rashis covering 360 degrees of the movement of the sun in relation to the earth and this 360 degrees is divided into 12 rashis when the sun moves from one rashi to another it is called sankranti since we complete one whole solar cycle uh, in a year it is somewhat similar in terms of the calculations of the modern western calendar i say again emphasize modern because indian calculations go much more back from ancient times uh, but the modern calculations have come closer to the same accuracy that's why sankranti dates kind of match with the english calendar dates okay so sankranti is calculated according to the solar movement 
and uh, uh, that's why it coincides with the english calendar dates every year that's right thank you that was great information so uh, i think uh, we've had a wonderful time and uh, this is definitely not going to be the last of our conversations i am sure we will be getting in a lot of questions from listeners also because i think we've spoken enough for our listeners to be excited and curious about this subject and i'm sure many have a lot of questions so uh, we will definitely have you another time on the podcast suraji but for now i think we must uh, we must come to the end of this episode i would uh, like to add one final quote which i read somewhere in singapore in a zoo so it makes sense here well it says that in the end we will preserve only what we love and we will love only what we understand and we will understand only what we are taught so when we teach our kids these concepts only then can we take this and inculcate it in our daily life yeah, oh thanks. i think that's a fantastic quote and uh, i think we will end with that thank you thank you suraj ji thank you namaste and rekha thank you so much as always for being a, a wonderful host and uh, we will look forward to meeting our listeners in another fortnight from now it is once again the turn of a festival in the coming fortnight and we will be discussing uh, shivratri with the parents so until then namaste and be well namaste